O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 66, beginning on page 417. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God. How wonderful he is in his doings toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O oh, praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip? For thou, O, Lord, o God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou brought us unto the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and I will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither, and hearken, all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. 
I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praised be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 28th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. The vengeful will face the Lord's vengeance, for he keeps a strict account of their sins. Forgive your neighbor the wrong he has done, and then your sins will be pardoned when you pray. Does anyone harbor anger against another and expect healing from the Lord? If people have no mercy toward those like themselves, can they then seek pardon for their own sins? If mere mortals harbor wrath, who will make an atoning sacrifice for their sins? Remember the end of your life and set enmity aside. Remember corruption and death and be true to the commandments. Remember the commandments and do not be angry with your neighbor. Remember the covenant of the Most High and overlook faults. Refrain from strife and your sins will be fewer, for the hot-tempered kindles strife and the sinner disrupts friendships, and sows discord among those who are at peace. In proportion to the fuel, so will the fire burn, and in proportion to the obstinacy, so will strife increase. In proportion to people's strength will be their anger, and in proportion to their wealth, they will increase their wrath. A hasty quarrel kindles a fire, and a hasty dispute sheds blood. If you blow on a spark, it will glow. If you spit on it, it will be put out. Yet both come out of your mouth. Curse the gossips and the double-tongued, for they destroy the peace of many. Slander has shaken many and scattered them from nation to nation. It has destroyed strong cities and overturned the houses of the great. Slander has driven courageous women from their homes and deprived them of the fruit of their toil. Those who pay heed to slander will not find rest, nor will they settle down in peace. The blow of a whip raises a welt, but the blow of the tongue crushes the bones. Many have fallen by the edge of the sword, but not as many have fallen, as have fallen but because of the tongue. Happy is the one who is protected from it, who has not been exposed to its anger, who has not borne its yoke, who has not been bound with its fetters. For its yoke is a yoke of iron, and its fetters are the fetters of bronze. Its death is an evil death, and Hades is preferable to it. It has no power over the godly. They will not be burned in its flame. Those who forsake the Lord will fall into its power, will burn among them, and will not be put out. It will be sent out against them like a lion. Like a leopard, it will mangle them. Look, fence in your property with thorns, and make a door and a bolt for your mouth. Lock up your silver and gold, and make balances and scales for your words. Take care not to err with your tongue, and fall victim to one lying in wait. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away. 
He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 38th verse of the 5th chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? If you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, give unto us the increase of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain that which Thou dost promise. Make us to love that which Thou dost command. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee 
we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. Begin tonight's meditation in Psalm 66, which is um, a poetic uh, condensing of the uh, of quite a lot of Old Testament history. Um, we really have two two lines that mark the time that we're talking about here and kind of situating it in uh, Israel's history uh, to the first crossing of the waters. The going through the on the on the dry ground refers to the exodus out of Egypt, and then again to go through fire and water and be brought out into the wealthy place that is uh, indicating the crossing of the Jordan River into the promised land. And the testing leading, being led into the, the test is this period in between um, in which there is affliction that's endured, but then also it's it's broadly construed in the in the poetry of the Psalm as a, as a, as a test um, to, to, you know, and, and that happens in between the Exodus and the entrance into the promised land. Um, as we recall from our study of the Old Testament in morning prayer over the last few months, uh, we'll we remember that in that period between the Exodus and the entrance into the Promised Land, uh, many failed the test, um, and primarily, um, you know, the as the as that period gets summarized elsewhere, it is because of the grumbling of the people of God in the wilderness um, against and and sort of impugning the goodness of the Lord and questioning His loving kindness to His people even though they had seen and, ha and were receiving on a daily basis um, the provision they needed uh, to, to make their way through the wilderness. Um, and this underscores really the, the power of the tongue um, that is the center point of the lesson from Ecclesiasticus 28. And the wisdom writer, he draws out two expressions of this. One is in the giving and withholding of forgiveness. And the second one, or, or really the the the, the pursuit or the or the refraining from pursuing the the work of vengeance uh, and then in the second one is uh, the second major emphasis is in the power of the tongue in committing gossip and um, it's significant to note those two things as as um, in the connection to what we what we're reading in psalm 66 and the wisdom of the lectionary kind of puts that as the test that we're constantly um, presented with uh, in our uh, sojourn as christians um, if we think of the Christian life as um, having been delivered through the um, redeeming work of Christ and our awaiting entrance into, you know, entrance into the kingdom um, and our journeying toward that as pilgrims in this world, as St. Peter says, then uh, then we have to be aware of that the, the test is waiting for us, too, in this world. Um, and that like the ancient chosen people, we can um, grumble against the Lord's goodness. We can impugn his loving kindness. And we can, um, you know, we can use the freedom we have been given as a curse to ourselves and and not endure to the end and enter the promised land. Uh, and so when we think about this and the wisdom writers uh, reflection on it, um, these are two commonplace uh, ways that we are we are tempted. Uh, one is in um, the temptation to live in a world where we are exacting toward others while uh, inconsistently expecting um, mercy, mercy and understanding and compassion for ourselves. Um, and the wisdom writer is clear in this, that to 
you know, to live in a world of vengeance or to live in a world of forgiveness is a world unto itself. Um, and that, you know, when we participate in the in forgiveness, we are not generating a work of ourselves, but rather we are participating in a work that God is always doing because of his very character to be enduringly, lovingly kind um, and to be merciful, uh, even though the people who are the recipients of his mercy are often not deserving of it. And so you have uh, you have this this uh, exhortation in the wisdom writings that if we if we refuse to forgive, then we cut ourselves off as well from a world in which forgiveness is possible. We either participate in it fully or we don't participate in it at all. And similarly, in the realm of gossip, um, this is a world unto itself. And to dip our toes into it is to participate in the fullness of it, um, whether or not we are uh, propagating gossip or we are enjoying gossip and consuming gossip. Um, it doesn't really matter. We have become gossips. We have become the kind of people that use the, you know, use the gift of speech in a way that curses others. Um, and this is ultimately points to the power uh, that, you know, the, the native power of being human and having um, the, the, you know, having the gifts we do from God is that, you know, by, by our words, we can bless and by our words, we can curse. Um, and so we, you know, and so we have to remember that as we endure those temptations to, you know, be quietly or passively vengeful, um, it is not, you know, fundamentally different and it is of the same fabric as being openly hostile, vengeful and murderous. Uh, and similarly, um, the, the quiet uh, undercutting comment is of the same fabric and is only a matter of degree away from the, you know, the destruction of another's reputation and the, um, the, the, the constant subdividing of people from uh, friend from friend and, and, and relative from relative and person to person until, you know, and the end game of both of those worlds is that um, everybody is alone and dead. And so that is the power of the tongue. And as we see our Lord's teaching on this in, in his Sermon on the Mount, um, this is, you know, this is his call back to, you know, the better way, to the way of the Lord um, and to uh, to forgive rather than to take vengeance, uh, to not hate our enemies who hate us, but rather to love them and to pray for them. Um, this is to participate in God's work. This is to participate in a world in which grace is possible, that mercy is available. But again, we have to participate in it fully or not at all. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that really calls out and indicts the heart uh, to try to pray for people that have wronged us. Um, this is something many find difficult, and they even find it a scandalous thing to suggest, even though it is our our Lord's explicit teaching. Um, we cannot evade it, and we cannot condition it or qualify it. He calls us to do this. Um, and so uh, one of the ways we can kind of assess within our hearts if we have enemies um, is we should start praying for everybody that we know. And if our heart hesitates to pray for someone, uh, there's something there. And if we identify that there's someone that we are unwilling to pray for, uh, then they are the ones we must pray for the most. They are the ones that are in most, and we are in most of need to return to a place of w being willing to offer mercy. Um, because in the end, you know, we, we want to live in the kingdom where we are forgiven by, for everything and where we are given the freedom of heart to forgive all. Um, but again, if we start to subdivide between those who deserve mercy and don't deserve mercy, we should expect that to be applied equally to us as well. And 
ultimately that is hell is that world that is merciless and where we have cut ourselves off from the possibility of mercy by failing to be merciful to others and so we are called to be perfect like our father in heaven is perfect and what that means for us is that we are called to be enduringly lovingly kind and to seek the good even of those who want ill for us and so we'll put that into practice tonight as we turn to our intercession on page 590. Calling to mind as we do those for whom we are praying and maybe tonight especially those for whom we find it difficult to pray for. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight. And thanks to Barbara and Aliyah, my co-leaders tonight. Hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Good night, Thank you.